So the reading today is uh, on the top of page 64. Though our decision was a vital and crucial step, it could have little permanent effect unless, unless it once followed by a strenuous effort to face and be rid of the things in ourselves which had been blocking us. Our liquor was but a symptom, so we had to get down to causes and conditions. Therefore, we started on a personal inventory. This was step four, a business which takes no regular inventory usually goes broke. Taking commercial inventory Kurt, can't You're hear you. Muted, Kurt. Yeah. How about now? Now you're good. Did it just mute all of a sudden? Yeah, I pushed the wrong button. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. So we're, uh, it was an effort to discover the truth about the stock and trade. One object is to disclose, disclose damaged or unsaleable goods, to get rid of them promptly and without regret. If a bit owner of the business is to be successful, he cannot fool himself about values. We did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. First, we searched the flaws. First, we searched out the flaws in our makeup, which caused our failure. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what defeated us. We considered its common manifestations. Resentment is the number one offender. That's it, right there, Paul. You're muted. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the plat the platform. And the paragraph before one object first of all good morning and there's beatrice i haven't seen beatrice c in a while yeah she's back hello gracing, gracing us with her presence yes nice to see you uh yeah so before that it says uh one object is to disclose damaged or unsaleable goods to get rid of them promptly now, if they were you, how would you get rid of them, really? Yeah. Resentments and stuff like that, everything, we try to look at, at them as something other than us, yeah? How can you do that if you keep putting on the my glasses? So everything you look at, there's an ownership already without knowing it. You're, bond, you're bonded to it without knowing it yeah so here one object is is called damage or unsaleable goods to get rid of them promptly so basically resentment would be like you know if it was a clothes store and i thought elephant bells were going to make a big comeback and i bought like 500 pairs of elephant bells and they haven't moved for a couple of weeks but because they're my elephant bells I'm sort of stuck with them and there's a little pride that I've been that I feel like I'm not such an astute buyer of clothes that I thought I once were and all this shit comes up all based on that they're mine yeah. So you would think it would be easy to see an unsaleable good 
but if there's an identification with it, it can last for 40 years. You can end up living in, in a state of defending it, yeah, instead of being free from it. So at least see resentments as something other than you, yes, and fears. You know, how can you be something, how can you be fear if you're driven by a hundred forms of fear? Yeah, you must be something else other than these things that are defeating us. Because how could there be a defeat? That would just be our nature, yeah? If they were all ours, it would be our nature. There'd be nothing to do with it. The seemingly hopeless state of mind and body would be a hopeless state of mind and body. But what we thought we could never get rid of can be gotten rid of, not by us, yeah? But by this program and this higher power moving through it. I don't see, read that paragraph, it goes right into it. You know, first we searched out our flaws. See, but see what happens in us, we don't see this mental first, which is we claim them all to be ours, yeah, all the time, yeah? So let's say even the language, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna look at our flaws, yeah? I don't see them as ours. If you have them and I have them and everyone else I know has them, how can they be mine? I don't see, how can they be owned if it's like public, public source, yeah? It's like public source material. How can I have a sense of ownership of it? This is the whole point of the platform. I always say another different point every week, but the whole point of these talks is to see something that we live as if it's us, we think as if it's us, we feel as if it's us, we remember it as us, yeah? It may not be us. There's the solution, a possibility where a hopeless state can be seen as a seemingly hopeless state. Something, a big shift happens just in that, yeah? When you are, if you believe completely it's a hopeless state, you're just going to get screwed. You're just going to drink and get loaded until you go to the next rehab or jail. That's, that's how the logic is going to come to that point. It's going to say, well, fuck it, you know, basically. <laughs> but when, as soon as I went into that first meeting that night, I felt a little hope and it showed me how hopeless I was. That all that hopelessness was being put, was being, was being held back through denial, and I could let it go at that meeting. I didn't know I was letting it go. It was let go, and I felt how hopeless I was because I had been introduced to hope, you know? I had been introduced to the idea, hey, this is seemingly hopeless. It's not hopeless, yeah? And then from that day on, I've been sober for 34 years, so... It's a flavor, it's a feeling. And you can, and it's not, you don't need like a, this invitation doesn't come with 12 different books. You have to read after it. Resentment, my resentment. Yeah, fear, my fear. There's a huge difference. You don't need to read tons of books about it. Feel it, you can see it, yeah? 
If I have a resentment, I've called it mine, it can live for 50 years off of me. If I see it as a resentment, it can come and go, which is its nature, like everything else here. Yeah, it just comes and goes. Yeah. It doesn't become a lifelong vendetta that the Hedeman family is thriving on. I was slighted in 1870, and we've passed it on ever since, and our whole identification is being screwed over by the English or something, you know? It's insane. Yeah. It's a story. Let something else write a new story for us. Isn't it fucking old? You can't, no one even buys a one edition of your story anymore. <laughs> by the time you get into AA, no one wants to hear about it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give up the authorship and let someone else, something else write the story. Yeah? <laughs> You'll be a lot happier for it. You will. So, and this is a thing. I'm just sh sharing from my own experience. It seems that many of us, without much efforting or going to school or something, when we feel that something is done for us, what we couldn't do for ourselves, yeah? Or like it says, uh, you know, and the op, you know, that we have gratitude and we, let's say, call it Jesus or God or higher nature or whatever, but there's some kind of expression outwardly that, yes, I am so grateful and this and that. But why don't we see the same, same uh, equation, but done on, with a negative value, which is something did through me what I never would have done by myself. When I was out there, isn't it true? Now something's doing for me that I couldn't do for myself, and then something used to do for me which I wouldn't have done by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it says, hey, you know, you make a decision based out of self or fear. It sets off trains of consequences that bring you misfortune you feel you don't deserve. What happens? We're doing the same thing now. We make a decision based on the principles of AA. They set off trains of circumstances that bring us fortune we feel we don't deserve, and we have gratitude. Why are we clear on that second one, but not clear on the first one? It's the same movement, just with, it's like the same train ride, but with a different conductor, yeah? One brings us misfortune, the other brings us fortune, yeah? We keep owning all the misfortune, but we're grateful for the fortune. Why not? Let's be clear. Something did to us what we never would have done. There's no freaking way I wanted to graze a carpet with other people around looking for cocaine particles. You know, it's just not something I decided, oh, yeah, I do that every week, you know. No, I was brought to that through extreme something. Yeah. You know how you used to cross those lines? Oh, I'd never do that. Then you're doing it. A lot of people, I'm not a junkie. I don't use needles. They're using needles in a few weeks or months. It just goes inevitably worse and worse and worse. And you keep drawing an imaginary line and there's no power there. You're just getting dragged across the lines. You know what I mean? You're dragged across them. I vow not to. And then you're dragged across that line. Because something's doing through us, as us, what we would never do.
Yes or no? Yes. We have to see it as other. If you keep calling it you, it has a possibility of still doing that. May not, maybe not as flamboyantly. You won't be dragged across downtown behind a truck or shit. But you're gonna be, you're gonna be dragged. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be used. So that's all I know. I mean. That, I mean, all the, everything in AA has been polished to an incredible bright shine, but there's not a clarity, I don't feel, about the exact nature of the wrong. I just don't believe it. I haven't, I didn't hear it. I didn't, yeah? If I would have, I maybe I would have become an apostle to that. I would have been, yeah, but I didn't. It just kept seeing everyone would be brought into the inventory, we're going to look at my resentments, my fears. And so we went in with them and we left with them. Yeah. With no understanding most of the time. Yeah. All right. Now I'm keeping an eye on my resentments. You don't see the eye of my on my resentments, further resentments, really. Yeah. We don't see our role in things like there's a. There's an interesting book some of us been introduced to called uh, The Course in Miracles, where basically they're saying here as an event, you're the dreaming of this event. And basically you're giving everything all the meaning it has. So when you call something my resentment, you've given it a huge meaning. You've given it a stability. You've given it life, really. Yes? And you can preach to your blue in the face about trying to vanquish resentments, but if you're still holding them as yours, you're breathing life to them. You are. So there you go. So this is the, the humble supposition we're trying to put out. This is not, oh, this is advanced. It's not advanced AA. It's not. It's not Neanderthal AA. It's right from the book. You just just read it. One object, dot, 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 dot. Yeah. We're just reading it in a way. Yeah. Because something happened. I saw self as foreign. I saw it like a pathogen that had entered the stream of living. I saw it as a parasitical movement. I saw it, some people, a demonic intelligence. Whatever it is, it seems to have an agenda and it doesn't coincide with yours. It just doesn't. It may start as if it does, but it doesn't end there. <laughs> it just doesn't end there, especially with alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> Partying was way, way, way in the rearview mirror. I had to get loaded. It was no, it was no if, ands, or you know, but about it. Yeah. It was an occupation. Didn't have much recreation either. <laughs> Unless you think wrestling the, with police is like a form of recreation. I didn't. It was sort of a, it's sort of an unbalanced fight. I lost all the time. <laughs> Getting my ribs broken and other shit. 
I always had something to say after I got arrested. <laughs> when I was loaded, I was very, uh, <laughs> I sure proved them wrong. <laughs> they agreed with me as they were pushing me into the cell. <laughs> you don't deserve to be here, motherfucker. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> you want to, uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. I yeah. hope, uh, we can yeah, be thanks. of help. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, Chris and I were talking about this the other day and exactly the way you're talking about this, when somebody, somebody had said, uh, that that he was being hard on himself and we made the statement we were talking about no self's being hard on him and he's just believing it and we can yes. change the perspective on it yes yeah that's exactly right see it's just a small change in perspective and just like we're in the habits of you know certain behaviors those habits can change you can now grow habits yeah and you can grow into new ones. So now, instead of giving all credit to uh, to God and everything, and no blame the lower power, you start recognizing the difference between what's speaking and who's speaking. Yeah. A lot of times, the problem is speaking about the problem <laughs> to further the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there was that beautiful statement in AA, self-knowledge avails us nothing. It's very interesting, yeah, because most people on some level value knowledge, yeah. Or like they use the word reason a lot in uh, we agnostics. But it says self-knowledge avails us nothing. That's an amazing statement. It's not saying knowledge avails us nothing. It's saying self-knowledge avails us nothing. Now, people, some people will say, oh, so that's uh, knowledge of self. No, it's knowledge claimed by self. I think knowledge of self is very valuable. I don't believe I'm in agreement with self-knowledge avails us nothing completely. The knowledge is there. What makes it, it what it's going to be yeah, because nothing is truly solid and real here. It appears to be to us. Yeah. So the worst thing in our lives can become the best thing when conditions change. So nothing is solid and real, but we give it the meaning. So if knowledge is constantly claimed by this idea of self, that knowledge is used for its agenda, not our agenda. Yeah. But knowledge of self will tell you that. Knowledge of self will point that out and you will notice it. Instead of not noticing, trying to acquire self-knowledge, you'll notice through the knowledge of self that that's what it does, yeah? It hears something and neuters it immediately to fit it into its own little ideas, yeah? Where we need an idea outside of its own ideas. <laughs> We've had enough of those, yeah? <laughs> So I would say knowledge of self is very valuable. Self-knowledge isn't. What? The knowledge is the word, the same word. It matters what's before it. Yeah. 
I always get interesting shit when I'm on these uh, Zooms. Yes. I mean, to- the last one was, look out, someone's behind you. <laughs> nothing go ahead so we we got one hand up uh let's see here let me get Alessio. there you go hey thank you for the meeting and uh paul so uh sometimes it feels like uh this prescription here, and um, when it seems to bring me back to duality. So the question is, wrestling with cops and activity. You need you need to come a little closer. We we can't. Yeah, I can't hear it. Sorry, sorry. Let me get this thing off. Okay, can you hear me better? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So witnessing sounds like an activity, sounds like a prescription, witnessing the self. But then it's, uh, so you may understand this question. So it's not wrestling with cops, an activity. It's it not wrestling sense. with cops, activity? Yeah, if, if, yeah. This kind of goes back to well, you'll be doing something else, which that would be an activity, but not wrestling with cops in itself isn't an activity, but you'll be doing an activity other than wrestling with cops. Yeah. Actually, you kind of answered the question right before I asked it. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, great. I love that. I guess it didn't work. It didn't stop you from asking the question, though. <laughs> grasshopper wanna, that's next but I the next I level that's the next level you stop asking questions that you've gotten an answer for it's very good <laughs> because then it's something else happens it does yeah you get the answer but not the way you thought so then you use the old method to try to get an answer but you got an answer not the way you would think that's a that's an answer yeah something else then the, the mental logic is returning the call so to speak you should have picked you should just have hung up yeah you got it yeah yeah you see the head i remember in the beginning years you know you have feelings and you have wants and desires and things would you know my doorbell would ring as an example and there would be a delivery mean delivery man there with something but i didn't recognize the package it didn't look the way i thought so i didn't sign for it yeah so i realized jesus these are the old ideas they're talking about yeah you got to be rid of all these old ideas or the result will be nil i was i was not only looking for something but i had a picture of how it should look and life wasn't tailor making the uh the solutions it wasn't tailor making the deliveries. It was delivering what it wanted me to have, not what I wanted me to have. Yeah. So after a while, I started picking up on that. And basically, every time the doorbell rang and there was a delivery guy, I signed. Yeah. I signed, I, I, or I signed for the life's delivery and it served me very, very well. Yeah. 
So the same thing, you have a question, maybe from a mental logic that's faulty. You sit at satsangs or these meetings, this happens quite a lot. You get the answer, but you don't get the answer in the formal way you wanted or thought, not you, but the head. And therefore, you bought, you go ahead and ask the question because the, that, that question that's being asked wants a suitable in the right envelope type of answer. That's not the answer. You had an answer from somewhere other than the head. And this is what will happen. You will grow and then you'll stop asking those redundant questions. Not per, this isn't personal. I'm talking about a, a pattern. Yeah. You will, because you'll realize you got the answer. Now, it wasn't the way your head wanted it or da-da-da, but you got the answer. Okay, move on. It's beautiful. This is how this is how we face life successfully. You know, I would do an inventory. It would tell me, hey, you shouldn't get involved with this woman. I get involved with the woman, and then all shit hits the fan. I learned my lesson. You would maybe see it the hard way, but that's how I needed to be convinced because I wanted something and I didn't care what the inventory told me. I overrode that and I got my comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned. Yeah. And therefore, when I did an inventory about a topic and it told me, don't go there, I didn't go there. I started getting into those habits of listening to the downloads. <laughs> not just having the downloads listening to the downloads yes yeah. i just got a great answer but i want my answer no no yeah this is the beauty of the transfer from one way to another you can witness a lot of the failing of the old way hopefully the easiest softer way is to witness it in the blueprint room, but sometimes you got to get your ass kicked out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> and then you learn not, not to sign a lease on that house anymore. <laughs> Whatever way, uh, in this case, you know, the, the means justifies the ends. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a thing called the easier, softer way. <laughs> Most of us never take it. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you. That's what I, I just wanted to point that out. Because uh, a lot of people, when you're working with people, they call you with a question, but they want their answer. If you don't give them their answer, they call another person. So now they've called like 12 members of AA and they're trying to pit the one. Yes, it goes crazy. Same thing with like spiritual teachers. Oh, some people will call me and they say, oh, I've just talked. I say, fuck that. You know, take their answer then. I'm not giving you an answer. You, you're, you're collecting answers. You know what I mean? I'm not going to participate in that. Yeah, go call them up. <laughs> Do you see? Do you see? We want to have it our way in so many ways. Yeah. We want it to be verified by our accountant. Yeah. <laughs> so they go, you shop. Yeah. I didn't like that answer. I'm going <laughs> to feel where it hits in the gut if it hits there. And a lot of the, the situations I used to find myself in was 
there was a lot of shit I knew that I didn't want to know. Yeah. So I would, I would shop for someone to give me an answer that fit with what I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> but like they, I would sit there and people would be bitching about something. I'm so confused what to do. And I would tell them, why don't you ask this question? What is it that you know that you don't want to know? A lot of times, you know something, the head does not want to know it because it wants to do its own thing. Yeah. This is the changing of the gods in AA. We watch how failed the failed system was that we were relying on. And then we honor the successful results of a new way of life. Yeah. 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 After a while, you know what's you you know like a a download from a a, a narrative. You do, yeah. Now, if you're going to follow it or not, is up to whatever. But at least you'll be accountable. You won't bitch about it when it works the way you didn't want it to work. You just hey, I knew better and I did it anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't have to call fifty people. You know. Hey, yeah. I thought I'd get out of this easier. I lied, and now it's, you know, hit me in the face. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've learned once again. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got a couple other hands. Uh, we got, hey, Richard, you had your hand up. Where'd he go? Kurt, he'll be back in a minute. I think he's just um, been called away a moment. Okay, uh, we got Grateful Dave. Grateful. Hey, uh, hey, Paul. Uh, thanks for the talk this morning. I, I got a little bit of it, but I uh, had some family emergencies. Um, so I just wanted a definition of like satsang and, uh, and I'll preface that by it seems like the more I, I'm really lucky I have a, a friend that's gotten into this with me. And uh, I called him this morning and he goes, Hey, how's it going? I said, You know, I'm having a hard time. Uh, not being self today you know and we just joke and laugh and the next thing i know i'm back in the back in the understanding of it and it it seems like talking about it from the perspective of what i'm not brings me into the the moment with it again um and is that what set song is and i'm driving my wife freaking crazy so <laughs> talking to her about it oh so there's a question in well, there, I guess. Satsang is an old uh, combination of Hindi words. I don't know if it's from that dialect, but it's from that area. And sat means uh, truth, and song is like company of, or let's say group of, collectiveness of. So it's a, the association with truth. Yeah, so hopefully it would be lovely if our humble little gatherings could touch upon that spirit association with truth mm. uh it has a i feel it can have a profound effect and here in this we're obviously being uh downloaded so much info all the time through a lot of systems you know that repetition in this little shit storm sometimes is helpful so you can be reminded of something that you already know yeah and then after a while, it's easy. It may not take like deep breathing and 80 hyperventilating 
things, you may just be able to slip right back in. Yeah, mm -hmm. without a huge, uh, you know, sometimes if you're going 100 and you go to zero, it may shake the chassis up, but you get smoother, yes? And then after a while, you just live in the vicinity, which is of the, of the higher power, which is everywhere. <laughs> so you're close to the source at all times, yes? So mm -hmm. this whole story of having, I left and I've got to get back <laughs> It weakens over time. Yeah, you realize. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just interesting that uh, there's moments of where you know my sponsor says this, right? My sponsor brought me to you, and um, uh, there's moments where he says, you know, you're connected, and then there's moments that you're not connected, and that's just a part of human nature, you know. And uh, I'm a good well, yeah, addict. I'm a good alcoholic. I want it all the though. time. Yeah, see, but that's the story of the action figure. It has a narration of experiences which are dualistic in nature. So there's connection and not connected, yes? But you're neither of them. In this, in this situation, you are that connection. Now, you can seem to be awake to that or not. It does, that's the experiences. But the fact is, is you're so past connection, you are that which you'd like to be connected to. Yeah, it's nice to have that bottom because all the shenanigans are taken much lighter if you have a sound floor underneath all of the gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be feelings I'm connected or whatever that means. And then there's feelings I'm not connected, whatever that means. But the fact is, uh, let's say, as we say in AA, you know, we are a spiritual condition. Yeah. We're witnessing and going through a lot of mental, emotional, physical, circumstantial conditions all day. Yeah. So let's say you're driving. Sometimes you're pulled to look left. Sometimes you're pulled to look right. Yeah. But in fact, the car doesn't go, isn't pulled to left or right. Yeah. You are, but it ain't. So we're in, in basically we are established in something that's always available at all times. Yeah, that brings a lightness to all the mental, emotional, physical, circumstantial gymnastics. Yeah, so you can at least travel lighter. You could see it as a lifetime, you know, you're, a, you're an employee of a, a lifetime employee for a circus, so to speak. Yeah, things happen, you're going on. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely traveling a lot lighter, but there's moments of heaviness. And I, I like that analogy with, could you imagine if our car moved everywhere we looked? That's kind of the life that I was living with self where, you know, the car was going wherever I looked. If I look that way, I'm on the freeway. It's, you know, darting off into that direction. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You helped me a lot. So that's the uh, now you've been relegated to your true seat assignment, which is uh, passengerhood. <laughs> before yeah. you were the passenger of self that has you identified with every movement of the car now you're a passenger of the spirit which allows you to travel lighter through all the turns and yeah 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 thanks yeah. paul yeah i mean what's the burden you know when you did that shit like 35 years ago let's say it was a tumultuous situation it's been milked for tons of heaviness for 35 years 
as the the shame of being the doer of something that in the massive amount of doing that one day was completely forgotten, but your head has been dwelling on it or trying to avoid dwelling on it for 35 years. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be even to be you wouldn't even recognize it if you looked at the incident in in a video that you've made into a fucking lifetime movie. You wouldn't even recognize it was a, it was a minor little, you know, ad lib, so to speak. And now you're thinking it's like the statement of all time. Give me a break. It's insane how the self is so inflatable. It's just constantly inflating, you know, in such a small space. Yes. Oh, it's insane. You can't if you keep seeing it as you. You're not seeing it. Yeah, you're looking from it. It's completely different. Looking from it and seeing it are completely different. Completely. Yeah. If you're looking from it, you're blowing up that doll all day. Yeah. And then bitching about what it does or doesn't do. When you're when you're seeing it, uh, there's a there's a freedom. There's a relief from the bondage of self. You see what the bondage of self is. It's an activity, really. It's an activity that everything I do is done by the one doer. Yes. Everything I think was thought of by the one thinker. It's just insane. Yeah. Way, 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 way disproportional. Yes. Shit. Thanks, Dave. We got another hand up. It's my old buddy Richard. Nice one, Kurt. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks, Paul. Um, Paul, typically you've sort of touched on the question I was going to ask, but I, um, it's more of a point of clarification, really. So, um, You got cut off, I think. Kurt, I can't hear you either. You're muted, Rich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Sorry, my, my apology. Um, did you hear any of that, Paul? No. No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I probably all won't I, remember now. All um, I was doing no. was I was thinking about a past American president. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I am a criminal. Um, so that's a, that's what you trigger with from an American, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, just sticking on the sort of similar theme. Um, yeah. So something that come up in an inventory for me twenty years ago. And it's not something yeah. that I'm resentful about, but I feel ashamed that I didn't do something about um, being robbed. And so I understand in theory that this repetition of um, the message it's given me that I was at fault there um, is other. But 
in one of your books, you say that you have to let it land. Yes. So in this instance, let's say I, I'm feeling like I was cowardly for not um, taking revenge, so to speak. And that is a stain on my character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so listen, can I give you a, a there is a exercise you can do. Maybe do it with somebody. So, all right. So you just said uh, there was an incident when you got robbed and uh, you, it makes you feel cowardly that it went the way it went. Yes. All right. So yeah. then, okay, then you go, well, what does cowardly mean? How do you feel about that? Well, it, make, it leaves me feeling ashamed. I'm weak. All right. All right. So ashamed. And then you go, okay, well, well, how do you feel about ashamed? Or what is what comes up uh, that you're ashamed? Um, that I don't want people to know about this. And yes. Why is that? Why is it that you don't want people to know about it? Well, twofold. One, they may think they could take advantage of that. And yes. two, they may not like me and I'd be rejected. All Demoted. right, so you being taken advantage of and you being rejected. Well, there's two of them. What does that mean to you? Let's say, what does it mean to you to be taken advantage of? It means that um, I'd feel upset about that in some way. I'd feel, I'd feel bad about myself. I'd feel, you know, emotional pain. Yeah, well, you should know better, maybe, yes, or whatever. And the other one was that one you not really got to the feeling yet, but let's say, all right. And what was the other one? Ashamed and I would no, be like having I'd be, I'd ashamed. Be sort of what does ashamed mean yeah. to you? What does yeah. it mean to me? What does that mean to you? It means that um I've done something wrong, that um I'd be on my own yeah. and isolated. All right. And what is what is what is uh doing something wrong mean to you? It means that I'm at fault. There you go. So you're at fault. What does it mean that you're at fault or that you're bad? That means that um, I'm not good enough. Yes. All right. And what does I'm not good enough mean to you? If you're not good enough, what does that mean? It means... Um, I guess it would mean lots of things, but I think it would mean that perhaps I wouldn't be liked or... Yes, mm. especially by yourself, yes. Right, yeah, certainly. So yeah, all right, so we can keep going, but you're pretty much near the end. So now you see that that first fear that you think is really all about this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For me, when I used to do this, I would hit something and then what bad meant was, uh, it became like a moral issue. I, I chose to be bad and therefore I don't, I don't deserve, deserve anything. And there basically I'm, my task is to punish myself before God punishes me. Yeah. It goes on like this. It's simple. So this is the mental idea 
Yeah. It says one thing, but really what it's afraid of is, is this other thing. Yeah. 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 Take that and turn it over. Either bring it to step six or seven in the AA way. Yeah. And realize you're not that. That's afraid. You see, we're identified with those meetings as being the one who's having them. You're not having, you're not, that, that staircase that you're falling down isn't yours. Yes. It's not you that's falling down the staircase. It's how it holds you for ransom. It holds you for ransom about the incident or that incident because it has you convicted lower. Yeah. That mm. you're bad. Yes. Right. Yeah. This is all bondage of self. This is how it does it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice one. So this is what I talk about letting it land. You are afraid of something. Yeah. And we identify with that fear and you're trying to avoid it is taking up much more space than just confronting the fear itself. Yeah. This is the failed system that we're relying on. It makes up the problem and then its solutions are part of the fucking problem. Yeah. (laughs) End up to be almost like a, a huge storage unit with no windows open and nothing. And all the fucking shit loaded in there is completely empty now. Yeah. It's just a waste of fucking space and shit. Yeah. But we're held ransom because of these. So this is, what is it? I know that I don't want to know. I'm not afraid of destitution. I'm afraid of what it means to my head. Yeah. That no one, if I'm destitute, then I'm just, it ends up being bad, morally bad. You know, I did it. This is how the, the people in America society try to convince the people who don't have much that it's on them. They did it all. Yeah. They don't, there's no truth about the systemicness that opulence needs fucking poverty to feel better about itself. Yeah, nothing. It's about self beating up self. It's a slavery. And some of the slaves that are, let's say, richer slaves, like to keep the the poorer slaves more fucking enslaved. (laughs) Even though we're all in the same insane asylum, we're thinking more like we're all in the same hell, but there's hills in hell that are one degree cooler than the rest of hell. People who have the houses on the hills that are one degree cold, want to fucking keep the other ones cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just, know, what the reaction that you had when you were robbed, first of all, wasn't yours. Yes. That's where the freedom lies. That's where there's forgiveness. You, as Richard, did not, let's say, run away from it. There was a running away from it. Yeah. Okay. There's a beautiful movie of, do you mind if I riff a little bit? There's a beautiful film. I don't remember the name, but it's set on a, it plays with this idea. It's, it's set at this, uh, these people from Sweden or something go to France for, for a skiing. Yeah. Beautiful wife, guy, they're both, you know, doing well, two kids. And they're sitting on this uh, outdoor breakfast place. And they're having controlled avalanches, you know, the ski resorts. Yeah. And they're all sitting there eating. And once something happened, a real avalanche occurs and it starts coming over where they're eating. Yes. Now they get up and the guy 
gets up and runs, the father runs without looking f- towards the kids and the mother. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He runs from the table, not helping the mother and the kids. Yeah? Hardly notice, but the mother notices it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That he was a coward in it. He ran away. And then the whole thing builds up on this idea. She can't handle it. And her head keeps convicting him and he's trying to fight it. And there's a beautiful, uh, what's the name of it? So one word, it was a beautiful uh, exhibition of this sense of doership, yeah? The guy, mm. there was just an action figure reaction. He, he, he ran from the table without looking at how the kids and, and the wife were doing it. From the head of the wife, that was unbearable. She tried to put it off, but it just kept building. And then he had this, you know what I mean? And at the end, well, I'll leave it to, if you can find the movie. Mm. But it's similar, yeah? Your head has a has you on a big hook. And you're trying and it acts as if, oh, I would do anything to let go of this fish. But it's the fucking fish. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get freedom from that. It's free, it's you know, it's not going to be free. You're going to be free from that, but you're not going to get it. F- yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. I had a thing, man. I had a thing uh, on a moral level. When I was out there using, I got run over by a car and shit when I was younger. And I was hoping for a big payday. And I used to use the story, hey, I'll gladly pay you when I get that money for some cocaine and shit now. Yeah. And that story was going on. And then my head had an auxiliary story. When I get that money, I'm going to give my mom a lot of the money. Yeah. Because my mom was poor at the time and shit like that. So this is how I had some kind of balance of mental fucking insanity. Yeah. And when I got that money, I all I they wouldn't even give me all the money right away because they knew what I was an addict. (laughs) So I got a, I bought a pound of Coke and I just decided to fucking do it. Yeah. Seemingly. And one day I was driving out. I had to go to New York to get the money. I was driving out to the end of the Island to these resort area. And I drove by the, by my, uh, where my mother's uh, senior citizen home exit was. And I drove by, I had the thought and I, who was, I couldn't drive literally. The person was driving me. I just said, I just kept going. Yeah. That really bothered me when I got, mm. when I got into sobriety and shit. Yeah. Really, really. Thank God I made amends to my mom and I was two years sober when she passed away. But yes, this is what the head has. Sometimes the head finds a nugget. Yeah. It finds <laughs> like gold. <laughs> and it's like Gollum. Gollum with the ring, you know what I mean? My special, my special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's over, Richard. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yes. Thank it's you. over, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Thanks, Richard. The only problem with me, I ran tons of times, but I got caught. <laughs> so I got. I was, <laughs> <laughs> <I> would... <laughs> so yeah, Richard, thank you for that 
openness, bro, really, seriously. Very moved by the space here. That Yeah. So if you want to do that with someone, it's quite good. Just bring them down the meaning because what, you, like the Course in Miracles says, you're never upset for the reason you think. Yes? Yeah. So it's sort of like, this is the reason, and then you move it away, and you're still suffering. So you there's miss a lot of misdiagnosis. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Paul. Any other hands? I don't see any more hands. You know, I, I what you were saying, I think that has to do with when you say, we were talking about this a couple, I don't know, meetings ago you're not writing inventory to see fear you're writing inventory to see self-reliance and you know yes. you write an inventory and a lot of times like the first time i did it i wrote an inventory wrote a list of my fears and then it said it asked me why i had them why i wrote another fear i wrote another fear yeah. i just it just kept the story just kept going on yeah yeah yeah. And, you know, you can see, obviously, in those four statements, they say that comprise the fourth step answer, two of them self-seeking self, <laughs> self and frightened and, and selfishness. I mean, you can't, you know, <laughs> there could have been tons of, and there's two of them there out of four. Yeah. And I see inconsiderate and dishonesty coming from the first two, really. Mm. So it's basically self, 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 self. You have a, it's like you can't, it's like a multiple, what's your answer? You can't fail the test. Yeah, <laughs> selfishness, self-seeking, it's all the same. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're driven to see shit in a way that's not of your own making. It's like you're wearing a pair of glasses. That's why I feel Chuck C says, get a new pair. <laughs> you already have a pair on. <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully the new pair won't keep you dependent on the glasses. It will bring your eyes back. Yeah, so you'll be able to see in and of yourself. Yes, glasses have value, but they're not there to take the place of the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, Donovan's got his hand up. There you go. Hey, Paul. How are you, buddy? So, Paul, um, and talking a little bit about this connected, not connected. Um, so, when I first came in, you know, I was talking about the policeman and the thief, and I was excited because I was like, hey, man, I see the thief you know from the policeman and you're like yeah man but you're neither so then you know that took some more months to see that right so that's not you and that was that was good and then i'm thinking about how we talk about the sheep and the lion and how you know i wish i was a lion and, you know i go to the pond and all of a sudden it's like i have this glimpse that well shit i'm a lion you know wishing I was all along. Yeah. So eventually what I'm hearing is the repetition is that eventually the, once the freedom from bondage from self happens, it happens. And I was wondering if that yes. something you got and can expand on or rip or, you know what I mean? Well, the, yeah, the thing is, it's what happens 
all right, so there's the, let's say, relief of the bondage of self. There's a lot of knowledge in that. Yeah. So the relief of the bondage of self gives you the eyes to see more of self. Yeah. You don't need spiritual eyes. You need spiritual eyes to look at what's not spiritual, let's say. Yeah. That's, you're not, it's not, there's no need to have spiritual eyes to look at spiritual. <laughs> yeah. That's what's looking. But yeah, so that when there is a relief, there's usually knowledge about why there wasn't relief. That's how it happens with me anyway. It's like a reverse engineering. So, yeah. So there is, uh, or because if you don't see the habit of the quote-unquote return of self, a lot of uh, the victories will uh, end up defeat, so to speak. Yeah. It will use freedom from it to make a story up. Yeah. So, but hey, you know, in a lot of lives, just being the policeman's better than the thief. So, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, but you may see yourself as a thief and or a policeman. It's nice to be free from both. Yeah. My feeling. Yeah. But one is an upgrade, I'd say at least for the betterment of others, maybe. <laughs> Most definitely, right? <laughs> I want to go further. Hey, you've gone far enough, bro. You're not fucking with the family anymore. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> haven't called me up for money for months it's you can stay where you are if you like <laughs> that's good yeah yeah that's how i see it you know um, because it's going to come back this the head comes back you know it's sort of like um We were sharing about it the other day about most people don't believe there's peace with lots of thoughts going on, but there's peace even there, even though there's lots of thoughts going on. Yeah, there is. It's just really how you see it. So if the thoughts are be adversarial, then they must be they must have some some kind of power, just like there's a great statement in one of the lessons of the Course of Miracles, which is my attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability. Yeah. So the invulnerability wouldn't be going to war uh, against the attack thoughts. It, there wouldn't be a counterattack to the attack thoughts, would it? No, because there's a sense of being untouched available yeah so sometimes we're in an ad adversarial role uh situation with thoughts and that's where the mental state likes you it likes you to be swatting away and saying you know if only the thoughts weren't here or whatever yes but in fact 
And then uh, it's sort of like a mental nirvana that you're going to be in a world with no thought, you know. No, I, you better start learning how to cohabitate. <laughs> yeah. They just seem to come with the package. <laughs> right. It's not going anywhere. Self is not going anywhere. And that's where the, the steps have helped me, you know, uh, become, uh, learn how to cohabitate. Yes, yes. It's just, you just, you know, uh, yeah. Do you want it to have, the, uh, you know, access to a chainsaw? Probably not. So. <laughs> You know, you live, live, uh, yeah. But, you know, the ability to enjoy peace of mind doesn't necessarily have anything to do with thoughts. Yeah. Doesn't have a requirement to, to have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. There must be at least less than 30 thoughts a minute or something or whatever. It doesn't have any requirement. It says, you know, you'll rediscover the ability to enjoy peace of mind, maybe with thoughts going. Yeah. As long as they're not yours, what the, you know, most of them are just roaming around, you know, maybe they shit in inopportune places and times, but not much. Yeah, they're just roaming around like litter and shit. (laughs) Absolutely. It's gone from, you know, being the Ferrari and taking up the whole screen to, you know, down at the bottom right and it's the Toyota, the utility. Yes, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, it can be an incredible comedic resource to me. It does, can. It's just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you could have a skit of something that's constantly myopic. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't you, it would become funny because it's, it's fucking funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's sort of like, what does the hammer see everything as? A nail, you know? So the head just sees everything as how it pertains to it. When it's completely foreign, you know, it'll come up with some idea. You know? How does this pertain to me? You know, <laughs> it's just insane. So I think it's sort of funny. Yeah. Be grateful that uh, you're on the train, bro. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, thank you, bro. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. We we always say, Paul, thanks for sharing next. Thanks for sharing next. When those thoughts come up. Thanks for sharing yeah. next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, I got no it's more. Sort of like, uh, it's like Amelia, you know, Amelia, when she's speaking back to uh, some Italian people, uh, they say chow a lot, but there's no meaning in it. They just keep talking. So I hear chow, and you would think that's the that's the formal end of the no. It just they barrel right through chow constantly, <laughs> and so chow is not any sign signal that it's ending. It's just something. Yeah. So I've learned that. <laughs> so this is sort of like you know with your heads, uh, chow, chow. 
<laughs> no, you know, just realize uh, <laughs> almost the weird thing, if you are magnetized as self, you attract thoughts. Yeah, there's an, eth- yes, the my pull the thoughts in. And then a lot of meaning and shit can happen. Yeah, when the thoughts are thoughts, they're not being pulled into the orbit as much and basically can enjoy the space. Yeah. And the planet is going where it's going. And yeah, it's you see, they're not you're definitely not being directed or driven by thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, you're on your own trajectory. And then there's thoughts that come around talking about whatever. Yeah, but you you've been repurposed, you know. Yeah. So my days don't usually go the days I'm in don't go uh, anywhere close to thinking about it. Yeah. And most of it is incredibly forgettable, which is awesome. Yeah, because something is not remembered, but something is felt when it's all everything else gets forgotten. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. You're feeling it anyway, but it gets more obvious. Yeah. All right. Well, this any more, Kurt? No, that's it. I have to paint a camper. We got a camper. Yeah. Talk about an insane idea. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've, uh, I've entered the workforce again. I've been painting it and I got to work on it today. Good deal. I think, why did I get, why did we get this tin whale? No, it's not too big. <laughs> you may stay there once, Kurt and Linda. When yeah, you come, come on up. down, bro. No, you'll be able to come up. We're, uh, we're just going to use it as like a room outside. Yeah, quite nice. We're, we're, Can't wait. One, of you, one of you people here today could be the first resident of the new, uh, we're going to call it, there's a beautiful word I heard last night from this show we were watching. It's the name of a lady. It's U-S-H-E. Yes? The name. Because I'm a real believer in us. So it has us in there. It has he and she in there. So to me, the relationship of Amelia and I is he and she us. Mm. So we're going to put that on the camper, I think. That's cool. See? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good. All right. Thanks, everybody. And listen, we have a talk today, a non-duality one, at 4, 4.30 Pacific time. And everything's in the website. We've got the Italian thing. We're almost there. We're pretty sure we're going to do it. We got 18, 19 people. We'd like to get a couple more. So Italy in September is looking good. And then we have, I'm going to be doing a talk for a conference, Know Thyself, something in April. And then June, we have a, a retreat in Colorado for five days. Beautiful place. Very nice. Yeah. So check it out. It's all on the website. And I'll see you guys soon. Okay. Yeah, bye-bye.